You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Well, welcome, Clarine, to the Boss Experience Podcast. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. How are you? I'm doing fine, Michelle. Hope you are as well. And thank you for the invitation. Thank you. Thank you. So you are the LinkedIn Results Igniter. And in in addition to that title, you're also a coach, a speaker, a trainer, all around LinkedIn, as well as a strategist. So yes, yes, (laughs) all around LinkedIn. So you have essentially made LinkedIn your life in terms of the platform that you feel very strongly about. So of course, what, guess what we're talking about today? LinkedIn. (laughs) It is the basis of the core of my business as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what exactly is LinkedIn? LinkedIn is the number one social media platform for professional business purposes. So in contrast to some of the more, I would say, popular or, you know, the ones that people are more comfortable with, LinkedIn is all about professionalism and business activity. So it is a platform where you get more traction when you're focused on professional and business purposes and you can get results in ways that you can on other platforms because the nature of the platform is totally different. Does it, do you have to be a coach to, or a service provider to use LinkedIn or can I be a boutique owner? Can I be a plumber? Can I be pretty much anyone and use the platform and get results? Uh, Yes, I believe. And I know from my own experiences and experiences of my clients, you can be entrepreneurial wise, you can have any kind of business and get results from the platform. It's, of course, most people know the platform in reference to it being where job seekers go. So, of course, job seekers can get um, results from the platform executives who are not in the job search mode can get results from the platform, but entrepreneurs, especially, and those are the core population, that's the core population that I service can get results from the platform, no matter what the nature of their business is. Okay. So before we talk about different strategies and tips that you want to share, how did you actually get in, you know, how did you discover LinkedIn? This is like this undiscovered platform and Yeah. And how did you get started? And when did you realize the power of the platform? Mm. So I got started in LinkedIn, on LinkedIn. So creating my profile a long time ago, like long time ago, (laughs) (laughs) but didn't do anything with it until around, well, actually in the fall of 2016. So I was guilty, like many other people created a platform, you know, my profile, (laughs) like many people. But creating my profile, it just sat there. I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't use it. I was on and off and all of that madness, I call it. But in the fall of 2016, I had an unexpected job loss Mm. that rocked my world professionally because it was my first time without a job in my 30, you know, years or my career span at that point. And I went almost a year without having a job being able to get a job for whatever reason. And I kind of, you know, categorize it, whether it was sexism, racism, ageism, what, you know, whatever isms, I couldn't get a job for almost a year. During that timeframe of searching for a job, 
Of course, I started using LinkedIn more because that's what we mostly know LinkedIn for, but it's more than just for job seekers, I say. But I started leaning into the platform, using it more. And in that process, I started discovering more features about the platform or aspects about the platform that weren't new. It's just, I wasn't using them. And so the more I used the platform, the more I started really getting appreciation for all that LinkedIn had to offer. One of the things I leaned into more with the platform was publishing articles. So this was 2016, 2017, where articles you would get a lot of traction for. So I started publishing because my background is in public relations and journalism. And so I started publishing the articles more, started getting traction. Actually, you'll like this one, Michelle. I got the attention of an editor from a New York City magazine. And so I never knew this person prior to that, never heard of the magazine. She sent me a DM in, on LinkedIn asking if I wanted to write an article for their magazine. Wow. Wow. And I'm in the Midwest in the greater Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. And I'm like, you're right. You want me? (laughs) (laughs) Little old Kareem, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Had some imposter syndrome mamas going on there. So I kind of almost blew it off at first. And then I calmed down and collected myself and did research. And it was totally legit. That experience opened my eyes, really started my process of falling in love with the platform. Because it was a paid gig that I didn't pursue, that pursued me based upon how I was using the platform. And it was really what I say, the law of attraction that works with LinkedIn. The more you use the platform based upon best practices, and you're consistent with it, you're authentic with it, you're providing value, those results are going to come. Those opportunities are going to develop. So that's how I fell in love with LinkedIn, so to speak, or the process began. And I ended up starting my business in the fall of 20, or no, actually in the summer of 2017. And it started more, my business more PR related because that's my background. So more crisis communications, press releases, and some social media training, but on a broad perspective with other platforms too. Then I quickly zoned in on LinkedIn just because of the value of the platform, knowing that it distinguishes itself from other platforms because it's all about business and getting results. And seeing there was a huge gap with people really understanding the platform and using the platform. So I've zoned in and that's exclusively what I do with my business. So what's kind of the number one mistake that you see people make when it comes to using the platform other than not being on the platform at all? If you were in the platform, right? Right. What's <laughs> the number? It's supposed to happen. Can I just say that mm-hmm. a lot of times I see people may have a developed profile, but then they think magic's supposed to happen from that. And people forgetting that, especially entrepreneurs, that LinkedIn is a social media platform. And so just as you would post on other platforms, you need to post on LinkedIn. It's not just having a platform, um, having a profile completed and then leaving it alone and thinking, oh, like I'm going to get business because I created my profile. No, that's not how it works. You have to have the content and engage. Absolutely. So let's get in, let's jump into some tips and strategies Uh for, to help you know, coaches, service providers, because, and these are kind of general strategies you're going to offer that can just kind of help anyone, whether you're brick and mortar, 
or whether you're awesome. online, offline. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's jump in, into, into some tips. Like what would you, what are some tips that you have for people that are wanting, they're listening to this, this interview and they're thinking, you know, what can I do to get my platform ramped up? You know, do I need a bunch of, you know, do I need to follow a bunch of people? Like, what do I need to do? And what can I do today to kind of get my platform in, in, in the kind of shape that it should be in to generate some leads? So the first is, again, going back to the profile, having it completed, not just um, surface level, but every section, having it fully optimized. So completing every section from the top of the profile to the bottom of the profile, kind of having a process of leaving no stone unturned, but completing every section rather and making sure it's not bare minimum when you're completing, whether it's in the headline or whether it's in the about section, making sure you're maximizing all that the um, platform allows content character-wise and um, characters and words-wise, just maximizing. So first, fully optimizing the profiles. And then going back to the follows, you know, that network that, you know, because LinkedIn is a networking platform. I'm all about quality versus quantity. So it's great to follow people or get your followers up, but making sure that it's all about quality versus just the numbers. It is because LinkedIn is a numbers game kind of, you know, platform, so to speak, but it should be about quality, substance, connections mm-hmm. for a purpose, not just trying to get the numbers up. Like the other platforms, I think that's where a lot of people get mm-hmm. confused. Now, for me, I'm a, I'm a you know, marketing, coaching is all a second career for me. So okay. for, for us that are coming onto the platform and we're like, okay, do we keep our old stuff on there as we're building out the new, what would you, what would you tell us uh, middle-aged folks? <laughs> I'm in the category too. I started my business when I was 50, 50 plus and wow. no history, no desire prior to that of being an entrepreneur. I, it was kind of forced upon me, but I'm loving it. So what I would say is not get rid of that. You you bring your full self to the platform. I say on LinkedIn, who we are, our past make up who we are today. And so not getting rid of that, it it provides the background, the substance, the character of who we are so that people can really get to know us at a deeper level. So I don't say come to the platform if you're new and you're transitioning all that with the clean slate. No, that that's going to be a disservice to you and all your brilliance. So bring all your brilliance to the platform, even if it's different from what you do now, because there could be some synergy. You know, we in a job seeker world, people talk about transferable skills, and that's true in the entrepreneurship world as well. There's transferable skills that you did in your past careers or past jobs that help you with what you do now. And so I say bring your full selves to the platform. Starting a business is easy. Making money from your business is the hard part. The only way to launch a profitable business is to have a plan, direction, and one source of information that gives you everything you need to get started. So what if I told you that a blueprint exists that can take you from finding a business idea you love to launching a profitable online business? Without an email list, a big social media following, or wasting your time scouring the internet trying to put the pieces together. Get the only source you need to launch your profitable business today. Just visit bossbusinessplanner.com to get yours today. Now back to the episode. 
And so if you have consistent content, then you're going to stand out more because you're providing that consistency and you're going to come up on the newsfeed more and people are going to gravitate to you more. So at the bare minimum, two to three times a week, preferably more like once a day posting, but post about what you know, your expertise and provide that value. The biggest um, struggle or hindrance, I believe one of, I should say, entrepreneurs have not understanding that LinkedIn is social selling platform, meaning people do business with people more based on them, knowing them, liking them and trusting them. And all of that develops through your content and being value centric content, meaning you're posting content that provides value, understanding that relates to what your expertise is, but it's not you selling. It's not direct, not a direct selling platform. Sure, every now and then you can throw it in, but it's not, it shouldn't be the norm because when it becomes a norm from you, people are going to tune you out and you're not going to get the traction and the results that you want. That makes absolute sense considering that's kind of the the sentiment on the other platforms as well. Now, as the results ignite, the LinkedIn results igniter, Yes. Let's say someone comes to you, what exactly do you help them do? Or how do you help them? Because, you know, in just in preparation for this interview, I looked at, you know, your reviews and I looked at what, you know, some of the women had to say about you. Not that you work exclusively with women, but right. I saw that, you know, they were talking about, how, you know, oh, I got tons of leads and I got this and how their world changed and their business changed by working with you. So yeah. what exactly, you know, because you think when you, think about a coach, you don't necessarily think you need a LinkedIn coach. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not um, as common as, or, you know, it's not like accountants. You think you like, you need an accountant or you need um, a hairstylist or barber or, you know, other professions and HR professionals or whatever. Those are, you know, norm, normal, normalized professions. LinkedIn coach is not in that category yet. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it grows, <laughs> but so, and, and I'm glad you said that because a part of the process with what I do, or one of my challenges with what I do is sometimes people don't understand that the knowledge that's here is knowledge that there's a price tag to, <laughs> so, and how that, you know, LinkedIn again is different from other social media platforms. You can't do what you're doing on the other platforms and, on LinkedIn and expect you're going to get the right results because the platform works totally different. So to really lean into the platform in the right ways, you have to have a coach. You have to have someone who um, knows the best practices, knows the platform inside and out, gets results, clients get results. Yeah. So for me, and even I guess maybe I shouldn't even call myself a coach because traditionally coaching sometimes is all about telling people what to do. My process with my clients is I work with them to get the results they need. So it's not just me telling them. We have work sessions where we're going through the process in real time. Like if someone would have a coaching session with me from hearing this um, podcast interview, they would have a session where at the beginning of the session, their profile would look one way. At the end of the session, it would look totally different. They would get a digital makeover of their profile because I have work-oriented section, sessions. It's one thing to tell people what to do and they understand it, but then they get busy with their lives and then they go on and they may have the best intentions, 
but then they forget to do it or that time lag goes in there and then they start forgetting what I said or understanding that, how to do it. So I have work sessions with my clients so that we're making the changes. I'm helping them to change their mindset about the platform, embracing the best practices, and then starting to put them into practice. So that would be the process. That's why I deemed myself the LinkedIn Results Igniter because it's all about getting my clients to the point where they're getting results from the platform, not just being on the platform, randomly doing things or existing or having activity that's not linked to really personifying their brands in dynamic ways and being able to effectively tell their stories because that's what's going to generate the results. What is kind of your, you know, a a story you can think of, of some, you know, someone that came to you and they were just like, you just, you know, saw their LinkedIn platform and just, you know, shook your head and like, I got work to do. Uh Uh-uh, wait a minute, don't be getting me in trouble. (laughs) You don't have to say any names, no names, but just share, share a little bit about their story and how they went from, you know, kind of like the, the Clarine shaking their head, like I got a lot of work to do to, them actually being able to grow their business on the platform? Oh, most definitely. I have one client where going from the process of having her profile and she had a pretty robust profile. It's just the strategy she was using weren't true to the platform or how LinkedIn works. But once we started working with the process of her changing the mindset and really actively using the platform, she got a $20,000 contract. Wow. I have another client, one of my golden star clients where she was just starting her business when we worked, started the process of working together. She went from having, and I'm not going to say it was a shaking my head moment. I'm going to (laughs) just say she started from the bottom and then she quickly rose with her presence on the platform. So from us working together, the next month she And she was, again, just starting her business. The next month, based on her profile, she received an invitation to be a podcast guest. And you you understand that as a podcast host, it helps expand the brand of your guests, right? So she was able to do that right at the start of her business. It went so well that she was invited back again to be a subsequent, subsequent guest. And then she received an invitation, and I'm trying to break it down, invitation to be on the board. She received an invitation to be a speaker for high-level national association aligned with what she does her, in, with her business. She's received continuous, and this is, she's been my client now for over a year. She's received con- continuous client opportunities. And more recently, she received a client for a multi-year contract. Wow. So that being one example of how, again, me being results orientated with my clients. And again, like I should put the caution is based upon the efforts of the client. (laughs) They have to put in the work. So results vary. But when they really lean into the process, the results happen. Actually, the client I just referred to, she became so And I need to find another word instead of saying obsessed, but really obsessed with her social selling index and her overall analytics and really consistently doing the best practices I taught her. And she got the results on a consistent basis because of that. So 
it, it LinkedIn, it requires work. It's not just a random process of being on the platform. It does require work, but when you get the results, it substantiates the work that you put in. I, and comparing it to other platforms that I'm not going to name, you know, like those platforms, I say sometimes it's just you have your raving fans, so to speak, where people just blow you up with the likes and all of that. But will they do business with you? Right. And right? a lot of people, well, yeah, equate likes to actually sales and it doesn't. It doesn't, you know, and the metrics on LinkedIn, you may get less likes, but you're going to get the people who write the checks for the business that you do more so than on other platforms, because that's what LinkedIn is for. And that's the mindset that people have majority wise on LinkedIn. That's awesome. You mentioned before article writing. So, you know, you may have someone thinking, well, I don't know how to write. Do I have to write a bunch of articles, you know, to, to gain any traction on the platform? What would you say to them? If writing doesn't come natural to them, I would say focus on just regular content. So regular posts instead of writing. Writing is still, it, it doesn't, the articles don't get the traction they used to, but it's still a great way to establish yourself as a thought leader and to set yourself apart because again, there's not even a huge percentage. It traditionally has been about 1% of all LinkedIn users post content on a consistent basis. So the percentage of those who post articles is even less. So posting articles is again, a great way to establish oneself as a thought leader. And if you like writing, you can do it. It doesn't have to be extremely long articles. It can be a couple of paragraphs and it can still be an article if done well. I say if you do a post and it gets so long and then your thoughts are still flowing, then you know you have content that should be an article versus just a regular post. And would you say people should be repurposing their content too? If they have blogs, they have, because those are all missed opportunities. Even yes. your, your long form Instagram posts that are value-based, bring those to the LinkedIn platform. Most definitely. <laughs> yes. Repurpose, <laughs> repurpose, repurpose. Even if, so let's say you, you have a website, you put your blog there, repurpose it, put it on LinkedIn as well. And then from that article, you can have subsequent posts from that article. You can take, maybe it was an article and you gave tips. You can create a slideshow with the tips, or you can create a post for each of the tips you know, as a quick, you know, post, there's multiple ways to have continued purpose or repurposing from one article or from one post, but most awesome. definitely. Absolutely. That's great advice. So Clarine, how do people get a hold of you? If let's say they, you know, they need help with their LinkedIn, they, they like what they heard. They mm-hmm. want to kind of rev up their presence on the platform. Right. How do they get a hold of you? On LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) On LinkedIn. So I welcome new connections, new followers. Just go to my profile or put me in the search. So Clarine Mitchell, C-L-A-R-E-N-E, Mitchell. And send me a a personal note, though, if you're going to send me a connection invite. Let me know you heard me on Michelle's podcast, The Boss, <laughs> right? The Boss Experience. And yeah, so LinkedIn is the best way to follow, connect with me. I use the platform very comprehensively, actually. So it is the best way to connect with me. My business page or company page is TCM Communications. 
so people can follow that as well. But my personal profile, I'm always providing information, content, value-based content about LinkedIn. I have a newsletter as well that's called Shine Online Bulletin, so people can subscribe to that and receive email notifications every time I publish a new article. That is awesome. I think this has been such a wonderful time well spent learning about LinkedIn. I'm going to run and look at my own profile at this point and see where my missed opportunities are. But I really appreciate you joining me today on the Boss Experience Podcast. And any last words you want to say? The biggest thing I want to just encourage entrepreneurs to level up on LinkedIn, boss up on the platform. Now is a super exciting time with the platform where there's so much activity like I've never seen before on the LinkedIn side with creating new features and specifically directed to entrepreneurs that we can use to really advance our businesses on the platform. So Get out of the mindset that LinkedIn is just for job seekers and really lean into it as an entrepreneur and you will see results. Absolutely. Taking from the LinkedIn igniter. Results igniter. Results igniter. Clarine Mitchell, thank you for joining us and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much, Michelle. Attention solopreneurs and freelancers. By now, you may be feeling the pinch of inflation in your business. The reality is, the more people spend on life's necessities like food, gas, and rent, the less they have to spend on your goods and services. But I have a solution for you. If you earn $3,000 a month in revenue and you've been in business at least three months or more, you may be eligible for business funding. And the best part is there's no hard credit increase. You get transparent terms and no collateral is required. So if you need funding to get through a tight spot, invest in marketing, or just cover an unexpected business expense, all you have to do is visit marketinggymllc.com and click the self-employed funding tab to get started. Now, back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.